welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farija from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 15 of The Art of Decluttering. This week, we are talking about laundries. We've been asked to talk about this topic by one of our beautiful listeners, so here it is. Amy, tell us about your laundry. How good are laundries, Kirsty? They're so utility-like. I was going to call them utilitarian. Does that even... Could that work? It's definitely a word. No, but utilitarian usually means that everybody has to be equal and it's like a... I'm going to totally Google it while we're doing our thing. But utilitarian. Utilitarianism. You ready? Utilitarianism is an ethical theory which states that the best action is the one that maximizes utility. Utility is defined in various ways, usually in terms of the well-being of sentiment entities. Well, I suppose if we're talking about a laundry, it totally could apply. So the utility of a laundry makes me happy because the only purpose of a laundry is function. Do you think that that is how a lot of our friends think about their laundry? That they love them. That they think about that their only purpose is a function? Or do you think that a lot of our friends might think of it as a storage room or a dumping ground? Possibly the room that your guests are never going to go into. Or a room to avoid at all costs. Dun, dun, dun. Laundries. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I like my laundry is because it's set up in a really functional way so that whenever I'm in there, rather than feeling like I spend copious amounts of time in the laundry, I've made it really efficient. So when I'm in there, I can put a load on really quickly. When I pull it out, there's a system, there's places to hang, there's places to store. And I've just kind of got it all like a well-oiled machine now where I wouldn't even consider doing the washing and the laundry that much of a chore because it kind of just happens. Yeah. So tell us how big is your laundry? Because I know that a lot of people think that the bigger the laundry, the more functional and useful it is. And do you think that is the case, Amy? Are you asking me if size matters? (laughs) Are you asking me if bigger is always better? (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, friends of ours who are listening to this podcast. (laughs) Yes, I think I must be. Is bigger better? No, bigger isn't always better. I actually was watching on Nine Catch Up this afternoon. I watched the laundry reveal for the block. Some of their laundries were large but non-functional and then there was this one that was really functional, like it just made use of all the corners because in your laundry you don't need dead space. You want cupboards that go full height. You want bench space so you can quickly and easily fold washing or bring washing in. And so, no, bigger isn't always better, but smarter. So what do they say? Brains is the new brawn. And I think that can be the case in the laundry, that smarter is better than bigger. So using really functional solutions in your laundry is going to make your time spent in there quicker, less painful, and maybe just maybe it might even be a little bit enjoyable. Well, we have a smallish laundry for the size of our house and we actually don't have a lot of storage in there, believe it or not. We only have a cupboard that sits above our washing machine and dryer and of course the under sink 
storage. That's all that we have. We do not have a cupboard, like a full height cupboard, and we do not even have a bench over our washing machine and dryer. So is that intentional or did you not think about it? (laughs) It was intentional and the intention was to build out more cupboards later. But in three years, we haven't really... It hasn't been a priority and I'm not sure if it will be, really. Yeah. We do all of our folding of our clothes out in rooms so we don't actually need the bench space. Yeah, and I think the functionality of it is often for homes like mine where there's not storage elsewhere in the house is the functionality can often be integrated into a laundry. So question, where do you keep your ironing board if you don't have a cupboard for it is it attached to the wall or do you not iron we don't iron very much at all anymore but we we did it still lived where it does now which is up against the wall in the laundry awesome we've got ours up on hooks as well in the laundry i think unless you're in kind of a luxury home less and less the people care about having the ironing board attached to the wall or somewhere really quick to grab it what about your vacuum cleaner if you don't have any cupboards in your laundry where does your vacuum cleaner live we have a stick vacuum cleaner and it lives on the wall in the laundry awesome so there is room in there yes we just have it sitting on the wall so it's really quick and easy for any of the four of us to grab it quickly and vacuum. So when we moved into our home, as many of our listeners and friends will know, I didn't have any storage in the house and the laundry was no exception. So all it had was, as Kirst said, the cupboards underneath the laundry bench and that was it. And so over the years, I've kind of adapted my laundry. It's my space, right? So I'm the only female in our family. And so I've kind of claimed to the laundry. I have put up butterfly decals. I've got pink lanterns in there. And um, a couple of years ago, I even installed some pink shelving in there so that I could keep some of my tools and um, my handyman stuff in the laundry because I'm totally scared of spiders and never want to have to go to the shed unless it's like desperate times. So I've installed one, two, three, four, five different shelves in the laundry. And one of my favorites is I got the idea off Pinterest is actually a shelf over the door cavity. We've got quite high ceilings in our home. And so I've installed a shelf where the brackets are holding it upside down and we keep like our spare towels up there, totally out of reach. But if you need them, a quick step ladder and you can access them pretty quickly. Yes. And I think that that is the difference between your laundry and my laundry is that we don't use our laundry as storage area, whereas you do. Just for that, there's not really much else in there. My husband keeps, if we buy alcohol and we don't have room for it in the fridge, it stays underneath the laundry sink. And that's pretty much anything that's not laundry related that lives in the laundry. What have you seen in clients' homes that live in laundries that have stayed in laundries after you've decluttered and organized? Often lots of pet things. So leads and dog food and um, pet treatment. Let me have a think. I've done lots of people with pets recently, but our car wash stuff is often in a laundry and our car wash stuff is also in our laundry. What else have we got? Obviously, all your dirty clothes and stuff. Oh, I know. One of my clients built a home and she built in this awesome roller door cupboard where you pull the handle and out comes all this shelving. And in there, she kept kind of like a second pantry. It was when she went to Costco and bought like the toilet paper, like you buy a million rolls at once or 50 kilos of laundry powder. And she kept all of that in there, which was great. Really functional, quick to grab, but out of the way when she 
didn't need it. Yes, you and I are huge fans of not stockpiling, but if any of my clients do stockpile, then laundry and they have space in the laundry, then the laundry is my go-to area for stockpiling. You said before, Kirst, that you don't fold washing in the laundry. I'd love to hear what your kind of, do you have a laundry routine that you could share with us? Yes, sure. We only have one laundry basket. No, I lie. We have two laundry baskets in our house. We have one in our bathroom, which is at the front of the house, and we have the other laundry basket is in the laundry. Do you mean dirty, like dirty clothes hamper ones? Yep, dirty clothes baskets. Yep, okay. Sorry, thanks for correcting me. So we have two dirty clothes baskets. Now, when we go to do the washing, we empty both of them and sort the washing into piles and go, what? Wash are we doing? Are we doing a lights? Are we doing a darks? Are we doing a colors? Are we doing sheets, towels, blah, blah, blah? And then put that in the wash. And then we have two baskets that sit on top of our washing machine. One is to take the clothes out to the line and the other one is to put clothes in that go to our ironing lady. I sound very posh having an ironing lady. Oh, no, it's awesome. She is a beautiful lady who we love supporting and she is super cheap and what will take me four hours of watching Offspring reruns would actually take her 20 minutes. So Simon was getting really sick and tired of me procrastinating, which is probably the only thing that I really, really procrastinate on now (laughs) is doing the ironing. I would save it up and binge on TV shows. And he was getting a bit tired of waiting for all of his shirts to be ironed. So he found an ironing lady and we outsourced that. So we have those two baskets sit on top of our washing machine. So when the washing is washed, we take the clothes out and hang it on the line, which is just outside the laundry door. When they are dry, we bring the washing straight in and we fold it straight away and, or we sort it into the three, four piles, whatever kids, you know, each of the kids' rooms, our room, and then towels and sheets or tea towels. And the kids are often the ones sorting all those clothes. And then the kids get called to put all their clothes away. And I do mine or Simon does ours. And whoever's doing it does the linen as well. That sounds like a very slick routine. Doesn't sound like you end up with washing baskets piled in a spare room for weeks on end. No, we have a really, I have tricked myself into doing the washing ASAP. Awesome. What a great habit. Yeah, I just tell myself it's really not going to be that long and I go and do it and inevitably it is all done and dusted in five minutes if that's especially when the kids do their own putting away and then I know that I never, I don't have to think about it again until Groundhog Day tomorrow. <laughs> just never ends, does it? <laughs> it never, ever does. So Simon is amazing as well. He does a lot of washing. He is the one like tonight he came home at 7.30 and emptied out the wash, dirty wash baskets and put a load on. And so he's amazing. More from the Art of Decluttering in just a couple of minutes. Don't forget to subscribe to the Art of Decluttering through your podcast app. And you can receive our secret bonus episode if you head over to our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. 
This is episode 15 of the Art of Decluttering and today we're talking about the laundry. We've also done episodes on kitchens, pantries, freezers, wardrobes, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to the Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips just like this one that we had in the kitchen episode. You might make pies from scratch several times, but once that pie maker gets pushed to the back of the cupboard, it's a fairly good indicator that maybe you're not going to be the pie making kind of person. And maybe that's why they're called novelty items because (laughs) the novelty wears off. And once the novelty is worn off, you have our permission to talk to whoever it is who owns it and sends it off to your local op shop for somebody else to use it. Yes, let that thing go. Now back to more great tips on the laundry. Do you want to know my pet peeve with putting a load of washing on? Tell me. Tell us. We're all waiting with bated breath. My pet peeve is when the children take off pants or shorts and their undies all in one foul swoop. And then they put them like that in the dirty clothes basket. It's a good thing you don't live with me too then, hey, Amy. Do you do it as well? Yes. Stop, Kirsty. Stop. <laughs> I actually wrote, I got a Sharpie. So our dirty clothes basket has a lid on it in the laundry and I got a Sharpie and I wrote in massive capital letters, turn your socks in the right way and take your undies out of your pants. Love, mum. <laughs> to remind them every time (laughs) so do you have multiple dirty clothes baskets or does they does all the clothes in your house that are dirty get put in the one basket we've got one in the kids bathroom so that they can um, get undressed before their showers and pop everything in there and we've got one in our room and also one in the laundry. So the laundry one tends to be where we empty both of the ones that we kind of use into the laundry and that's when we know when to put a load on because it's starting to get full. Got lots of clients who when I turn up initially have dirty clothes baskets in the children's bedrooms and my big rule, and I can see you nodding, yours is probably the same, is don't have dirty clothes baskets in children's rooms. And this is the reason why. It is easier to throw a t-shirt that you've worn for an hour in the dirty clothes basket than it is to put it away so you can wear it again tomorrow. And kids will always choose the option of, oh, well, if I chuck it in the basket, somehow it just gets returned in a couple of days to my wardrobe. I'll do that. And you end up washing your clothes too much. You end up putting on so many loads of washing, you feel like you're never getting a break. And your children don't learn that you actually don't need to wash every single item every single time you wear it. The other main reason and the reason I'm shaking my head is that I find with my clients that they actually don't realize just how much washing there is because they'll go into one bedroom and go, oh, that basket's only half full. That's cool. And not actually realize that combined all of those washing baskets actually are about two loads. And so it's a really easy way for them to procrastinate. So that's why I love only having one or two baskets. And I really recommend only having them in the bathrooms or in like we have in our bathroom and then in the laundry so that you're actually confronted with how much washing there is and you don't procrastinate over that. Yeah, that's great. Our kids chores is in the morning they have to empty the dirty clothes baskets into the laundry so clothes only really stay in any of the the bathroom or in our master suite for 
12 to 24 hours before they get moved into the laundry. Excellent. So what's your washing routine? Can I tell you one more pet peeve? Because I'm feeling it rise up within me. Of course, lovely. (laughs) And this is my other pet peeve about washing is when my husband or my children, God bless them, decide that it's time to change the towels in the bathroom. And instead of taking the towels, because towels from both our bathrooms put together is a full load of washing. So as soon as I take them off, I just walk them into the laundry, chuck them in, put a load on. But they'll put like slightly damp towels in the laundry basket in the laundry. And it could be like three days before I put a load on or someone else puts a load on. And they're stinky and disgusting and I hate it. It is such a pet peeve. I'm slowly, you know, managing to curb the behavior of the males in my family. (laughs) See, yeah, we don't take towels off the towel rails until it's washing day and they go straight to the washing machine. Yeah. That's because that's smart, Kirsty. Yeah, I've got a smart husband, actually. He's he's quite smart, but Cal's amazingly smart too. Yeah, just, you know, just needs to learn some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you were going to ask me my washing routine and it's exactly the same as yours. Put a load on, get it out, bring it in, and I do the bring in and put away in one foul sweep, one motion. So the the washing basket with clean clothes in it never sits anywhere. And the reason for that for us is that we don't iron anything before we put it away and we hang most of our clothes. And so we find that if they sit in a washing basket, they just get really creased and, and crumpled up. And it just makes it more difficult to then wear it and not have to iron it when it's time to wear it. And I hate the idea. Do you fold at the line? I don't fold anything. Oh, that's right. Do you sort at the line? No. Well, I take things off the line in a particular order. So when I'm hanging out, I hang out in an order that I take the clothes off in the opposite order. So I hang out towels first, then sheets, then my stuff, then Jesse's and Elijah's-ish, you know, like not too worried about it. But when I take it off, I do it in the reverse order. So I take the kids' stuff off first, so it's at the bottom, take our stuff off, then take off the sheets and towels. So I put it away. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah, great. I see a lot of our our listeners do the same as that. Oh, that's because they're awesome. Yeah, we have awesome, awesome friends, don't we? We do. And we were actually talking today about how amazing our Facebook community is. We are totally loving the interaction with you guys and how engaged you are in our posts and all different things. We were talking about how we're loving some of the polls that are happening on our Facebook page. Each week we run a poll that's kind of, you know, seeing which side of the fence you fall on for the topic that we've spoken about during the week on the podcast. And I'm just scrolling through Facebook now to read you the one from this week. Let me have a look. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay, last week we talked about cars. So the poll was this. Are you the type of person, A, whose children are not allowed to eat in your spotless car, or B, there are enough tiny teddies on the floor of your car to feed your toddler for a week? And I love that we're getting such awesome response and people are putting photos. And So jump on our Facebook page if you haven't already. It's heaps of fun. We were saying it's like this community where there's no judgment. People are like, oh, I totally do that and I'm trying to learn better and other people giving ideas and sharing and it's just such a beautiful community that we would love you to join us on there. Yeah, we love it, love it, love it. I love, oh, I just love our community. Me? Yeah, I do love you too, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, next. (laughs) How do you declutter a laundry? do exactly what we do in any other room with a few exceptions. So in a laundry, the main rule, as we've talked about, is just get everything out. 
you declutter anything that's off, out of date, you don't use. Laundries are pretty notorious for things being hidden. You keep them in there because you think, oh, I probably will use it. The extra vase, the extra this, the extra that, backpacks that you don't always use, dog leads for dogs that have passed away. And so if you go through, just do a really deep declutter, like really think about stuff and get rid of it. And you want your cleaning products to be relatively easy to access. And so just have a think when you're putting those back, where you're putting them and how you'll use them. What about you, Kirst? Why don't you give us some tips that you would use in a laundry for decluttering? Yes, I would definitely go through all of your cleaning products and laundry products that you have and just make sure that you have what you need and not anything that you don't need. So, you know, when you've bought something and you're like, I'm totally going to use that, you know, oh, this cool new fabric softener that they've been advertising and you never do or you've tried it and you kids start itching because of it or so and so forth, get rid of it. Don't hold on to it thinking that maybe one day I'll get around to using it again. You're not. You've tried it. You've chosen not to. Get rid of it. Or Start using it. Yeah, that was me. I bought soap nuts. Have you heard of those? Oh, yeah, me too. I bought soap nuts probably about four or five years ago, and I used them for about a year really consistently. And then I just went, you know what? They just don't clean as well as I want things clean. And it was difficult to get rid of them because they were expensive. Yes, I have had the same exact same issues. I think I got rid of them just a couple of months ago. So the other tip that I would have is if you do stockpile, use your laundry as a stockpile, either for laundry products or for excess products throughout your house, like tissues, uh, toilet paper, food, pantry items, go shopping in your laundry before you do your shopping list. Make sure that when you're writing down your list to go shopping, you shop everywhere that you've stocked items because there's nothing worse. And Simon, absolutely, I need to start taking my own advice here. Just remember, every week, peeps, we are preaching to ourselves. (laughs) We are reminding ourselves what the good habits are and our husbands are also reminding us when they listen to the podcast, They call a little BS on us sometimes. So Simon literally just came in here before we started recording and said, I can't wait to do a show where we call BS on both of you. (laughs) They they reckon there's sometimes that we go, oh, no, we don't do that. And then like you totally did that last week. Like, oh, we're trying not to. We're trying to develop the habits. We're not there yet. It's okay. There's grace. (laughs) Yes. So just know that we are on this journey with you as well. So Toilet paper is my downfall. Like there is nothing scarier to me than going to the toilet and realizing that there I've used the last sheet of toilet paper and there is none left in the house. Now, I know, kind friends, that you will say I could use tissues or, in fact, we still have baby wipes in our house because we use it to clean faces and hands and sticky hands still. So I know that there's other things around the house, but I am petrified of running out of toilet paper. So I am known to stock up on toilet paper. Simon hates it. He absolutely hates it. I think that's all right, Kirst. I know. I know. And I know a lot of our friends listening will totally agree and totally go, yeah, Kirsty, we're team Kirsty. But there'll be a few that are on team Simon and I'm okay with that because I have an issue and I'm okay to admit that. (laughs) 
if you guys have any questions this week while you're getting into your laundries, we would really love you to message us or put it on our Facebook page because we just love adding more value to you. I had someone uh, message me just this week on our Art of Decluttering Facebook page saying, Amy, I'd like a photo of your wardrobe, please. Like, that is the best thing. So I quickly went in and snapped a shot of my wardrobe and sent it off to our beautiful listener. So, you know, feel free to interact. Kirsty and I are always there to answer questions or direct you or give suggestions. And I think your laundry is calling out for you, listeners. So this evening or this week, make some time. Maybe even if you just set aside 15 minutes to give it that first level declutter, I think that you'll find that you can create some more space in there and create an efficient working laundry that's utilitarian for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon we should now start a habit of having a word for the week and see if we can just drop that into our podcast and see if the listeners can figure out what the word is. Oh, I like that. I really like that. Well, it's no surprise that this week's would have been utilitarian. Yes, because you read us out the definition, Amy. Even if it's potentially being used out of context and all my English grammar friends are like rocking in the corner, but that's okay. So go declutter your laundries. It may not be a space that you enjoy spending time in, but we hope that it's a space that works well for you and that you can create some space so that there's a bit of room and overflow in your laundry enjoy that we love you and connect with us over on our facebook page yay have a great week guys see ya bye thanks for joining us if you've learned something awesome today do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode so she too can learn the art of decluttering you can find me amy over at simplyorganized.net or on facebook at simplyorganizedpo you can find me kirsty over at feelslikehome.net.au or on facebook as feelslikehomepo don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app so if there's anything you want more information on then check it out there If you love what you hear, we would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes and you can always subscribe to us. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Bye.